0: What's up, everybody? On this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports, we dive right in with the big elephant in the room, Deshaun Watson and an NFL verdict. As far as his suspension goes, we also touch on the Miami Dolphins' tampering situation. We also talk about the MLB trade deadline, and Juan Soto gets his big big trade to San Diego. We also touch on uh, Brittany Griner and hopes that she is going to be let free. So, go ahead and tune into this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Guys Talking Sports. Thursday, August 4th. There was some hard rain coming through here about an hour ago. Damn, there tornado didn't pass through. Luckily, no no real damage around my way, but some damage in some other areas. So just thankful that made it through, all right? And it's towards the end of another week, so E, hey, what's good?
1: <laughs> hey, man, good. We got no rain around here. It's been actually pretty uh, it's been pretty clear, but a hot day. But um, as you know, it's another Thursday, so um, or at least another day for us to talk shit about sports.
0: Right, right. I want to give a shout out to my man, the legend, the myth. Ow. Under the weather this week. Wish him a speedy recovery. Hopefully be back next week. Pull him for you, man. I know you ain't dying, but this this sounds good. <laughs> you pull him for him, you know? Pull. like Pull his finger. He might fart. But anyway.
1: Uh, Okay, <laughs>
0: I'm in a I'm in a jolly mood. Can't you tell? <laughs> it's Thursday.
1: <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> it's upon yes. us.
0: so 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 so. I guess we got to talk about this man. You said we had to. I didn't want to, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow your lead. So, as we are well aware, the, Mr. Deshaun Watson from the Cleveland Browns, quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, initially had a ruling from the from the uh, folks who investigated his allegations of saying he had a six game suspension uh, with this upcoming season. The NFLPA obviously agreed to said suspension and then it was left up to the NFL to sit there and give their blessings with it as well. Well, uh, as it turns out, the NFL was not happy with the decision from the judge who reviewed the case. And NFL is suggesting uh, a one year suspension along with a conditional return for the following season and a hefty fine. It's also my knowledge that I heard that Goodell is not making the decision on this, but Goodell is appointing somebody to make this to make this decision. So e, with everything that's come down probably within the past five, six days with everything, uh, rolled out for Mr. Watson. Uh, what is your take on, on this whole situation?
1: <laughs> well, uh, I guess we all thought, you know, two days ago when he came down with the ruling of six games, you know, that at least from Cleveland uh, and De- Deshaun Watson's um, standpoint, uh, that was the best case scenario. Um from the NFL standpoint, that was not the best case scenario for them. Even though they had this sent to a independent, you know, arbitrator, a judge, a federal judge, a lady, no doubt, to make the decision um, based on the evidence, um, based on their current um, contract in regards to disciplinary actions against players that do said actions, and based on everything that was laid in front of her she gave out a decision that the NFL didn't like. Now, you know, do I think that 6 games was low? I thought it was probably was anywhere between 8 and 10, so I was very surprised that it was 6. But um NFL is not wasn't a, is in a lose-lose situation at this particular point because after the new CBA, everybody wanted you know, Roger Goodell not to be, you know, judge, jury, and executioner. And they fought back and forth, and they got exactly what they got. They got the decision to be sent to an independent person to make the decision. Um, and what she did was, as a federal judge, she took the emotion out of it and basically made the decision based on the facts and based on your current punishment you know, guidelines that the NFL has in place for said actions, for conduct, you know, for conduct, you know, that may not be good to the shield. Mm-hmm. This is all the stuff that they had in place. All the judge did was based on a lot of cases that came in there before, and based on the evidence, and based on the evidence that was there, made a decision minus emotion, and she came out with six games. Now she didn't, she didn't say that Deshaun Watson, you know, was trying to grant him any kind of serious innocence. She did. I didn't read the tire brief, but she did come down pretty hard on Deshaun Watson. But she also came down pretty hard on the, on the NFL, who can never get this kind of stuff right. Basically saying that you're trying to. You're basically trying to double dip. You're trying to, you know, tackle on more and change the rules without giving said person, you know, the opportunity to, I guess, respond to those set rules changes. Mm hmm. And she basically came out with six games. And what was funny was everybody on the talk shows in the morning was up in arms about how a six game, six game, six games, but always, but it's not fair. And a lot of times justice in the courts is not fair. She has to make decisions based on the evidence and based on the guidelines that the NFL set in place. Yeah. And all she did was base a ruling based on those two factors.
0: Yep. And I think that the NFL is sitting there worried that because of, ironically, because it was a, a woman who made the ruling and they're concerned about maybe the possibility of losing female viewership, um, you know, some outrage from some men and, Men, you know, with everything, the way that things are being handled in today's society, you know, the men are probably sitting there trying to say, well, yeah, it's just not right, blah, 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 blah. And and I get it. What he did was egregious. Egregious. There we go. Egregious. I can never say that word right. I always try to say big words. and I'm just not a big (laughs) words type of guy.
1: I really want to say he
0: effed up. But, you know, he, he did what he did. He, um. Can't, you can't sit there and not put place some blame on the Houston Texans as well for uh, 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 abating uh, um, and enhancing the, situ- enhancing the situation by reaching out to them, to the, to the masseuses, providing the hotel, providing uh, the NDA. Um, all the stuff that kind of makes them and Deshaun a lot less liable in situations. So there is a lot of blame to go around, but the bottom line is Houston sat Deshaun because they didn't they feared the backlash from probably their own fan base. And what could have possibly happened of loss of revenue? And you know, all this all this jazz. It's not Deshaun's fault that he didn't play because there was no ruling that the NFL didn't put him on some sort of exemption list and or you know, said you couldn't could not play. And get paid based off of the situation that's going on because they do have that i forget the, the name of the actual list maybe i think it is the extent uh exempt list that if the guys are in trouble they can't play or do whatever he was never placed on that and he had to sit so that was 17 games and then the judge ruled another six so that's 23 games i think in this particular case, though, again, I'm not agreeing. I'm not saying he did anything that he did was right, but I feel that I felt as though that things, the time that he has sat and been patient, you know, he he handled his business on the back end, kept his nose clean, stayed out of trouble, probably did do some sort of counseling. I'm sure that's probably on Cleveland's contract. That's you know that hasn't been this, uh hasn't been disclosed as far as things he needs to do to make sure that this type of behavior won't go on. I think the time served is is about right based off of the suspension that was handed down. And if, if the NFL wants a huge fine, then suspend him and take 75% of his pay from last year. I think that will open up a lot of people's eyes, a lot of players' eyes, that damn, they can sit there and take that much money from me if I do something wrong that that straighten up some folks. And then the NFL has every right to sit there and take that money and throw it around to different charities that they feel deems necessary based on the situation. And then let Deshaun worry about Deshaun and try to build his character back and try to get some semblance of life back and, and just do what he likes to do and play football. But like you said, you know, the NFL is so concerned about their image and not trying to stay true to the rules and the guidelines that they put in place that they're willing to contradict themselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's so many layers and so many, you know, ins and outs of this story. I mean, you know, apparently, and I think this is true, Back in June, once the judge heard all the information, and Deshaun Watson came in front of her and spoke, and they had all the inform- she had all the information. Apparently, she let, she kind of tipped her hand as far as you know what her judgment was going to be, and the judgment was going to be six games. And apparently, I think before this, the NFL went to Deshaun Watson's team, and I guess essentially tried to cut a deal and say, "Hey, look, you know, would you agree to a ten-game suspension and some fines or something to that effect?" And apparently, whatever deal that they went to the show Watchers team prior to this to avoid all of this, the Schombartz's team said, "No, nah, we're going to go to the arbitrator." And then the arbitrator kind of tips her hand to the NFL and um, lets them know, "Hey, it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. It's going to be a lot less than a season, and it might be between anywhere between eight and six games." And she landed on and landed on six. Mm-hmm. So. To me what i've been hearing the last two days about some some guys are applauding the nfl for doing the right thing and applauding the nfl for doing the suspension they're not doing the right thing what they did was you knew what was coming down deshaun watson knew what was coming down the nfl play association knew what was coming down so much that they even said we'll be fine with whatever they hand out before her decision was put out i saw that a day before mm-hmm. so everybody knew what was coming out what happened to the nfl was and i think is that they didn't squabble it before about well we're going to be concerned about what the ruling is they let it come out and they waited for the public to see what the what the what the heat was going to be and the yep. heat was heavy so now that puts roger goodell into a particularly bad situation because on the one hand Everybody wanted this. This is what the CBA said. We're gonna take the power out of Roger Goodell's hands. He wanted it out of his hands and put it in the independent person. And the first time she gets a case of this magnitude, which your laws don't necessarily interpret well, and your laws don't have certain rules and guidelines to saying if a person does what he did, and who could have thought somebody would do what he did to that degree. Right. Um That kind of conduct behavior stipulates a year suspension and a fine or whatever, you know, whatever you want to put there. So now. After her first ruling. to Get it out of your hands, what you're going to do, appeal her first ruling (laughs) and go back and issue your own ruling. And then Roger Goodell says, well, I'm just going to get an ex, you know, attorney general from New Jersey, oddly enough, to basically, you know, review the appeal and give out the ruling. And, of course, the AG is going to do exactly what the NFL <laughs> Roger Goodell says he's going to do. So I'm anticipating a season, you know, to be suspended, you already got the, um, you know, the Sean Watson's team and the National Football, I mean, the player Association already crying about they're going to sue. But guess what? You agreed upon that if the decision comes out, the NFL has the authority to appeal it. make his own decision so my thing is it all gets back to this if you're going to do this the first gate out you basically undercut her and you're basically going to undercut the opinion that that anything is independent because the first time you get a decision that you don't like or you don't think is right you basically Mm -hmm. said nix it we're going to give her so what's the point of even having an independent person if you can come in and just willy-nilly you know, changes. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm trying to defend Sean Watson. I'm just defending the process of how okay. you we get from point A and where we're going to go to point B is not right. You should have found some way to make the decision to be more than six games, but you got to live with the decision.
0: Totally agree, man. Uh, don't be mad at the at, at the outcome and don't be mad at the, at what you hear from the public. What you do is you accept it, deal with it, make amendments to the damn rules, take it back to the NFLPA and, every, and everybody, vote on it, make changes as need be, and then move forward with it. So, so if, if it comes to, to a point where it has to be done again, now you include said laws based off of what happened the first time. And that's how things work you can't change the law or change the rules just because it didn't work out in the favor that you hoped it would work out or because the fans are pissed off about it or because women feel some sort of way, not again, not taking anything against anything and everything that happened. Excuse me. But the whole point is it was done by the rules, enforced by the NFL. A a decision was made. Just got to own up to it, accept it and move on. NFL is going to, People are going to watch the NFL regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like when every when the whole thing went down with uh, Colin Kaepernick and everybody, all African-Americans said, well, we should boycott the NFL because of what's going on with uh, Colin Kaepernick. What the hell black people do? Watch the NFL. <laughs> so, yep. What difference does it make? Mm-hmm. Yeah, women may, women might not watch it or those who are offended by the situation may not watch it for the first two weeks. But God, God forbid that their, their their home team is putting up some points and looking damn good, and everybody else is talking about them, and they're just sitting there like, well, I'm not going to watch. And then by week four, they're sitting there down in front of the TV with their boys or their, or their girls, sitting there cheering the team on because of X, Y, Z. In a month, this whole thing would have blown over. I mean, granted, every time Deshaun would have played, he would have got booed. Hell, Michael Vick is still getting booed to this day, <laughs> and he's not even in the league. <laughs> and he served time. So just NFL, just suck it up. Deal with it. Because what I heard also this evening, and you you had alluded to it, that the NFLPA is talking about suing. And if it sues, then they said it's going to go to the damn the highest of courts for a ruling. And then they said this thing could take a, another year or two before it even gets decided. And then at that point, does Deshaun play? <laughs> because it's still stuck in court in, in, in litigation? Or do you suspend him for the entire time? They can't suspend him. Because if they were going to suspend him, they would have suspended him when he was still with the Texans,
1: <laughs>
0: and they still haven't suspended him to this day. So I don't know.
1: It, it's it, it's it it's Jack. Like I said, you and and, and, and let's make this clear as out there. You know, this podcast or us are not in any way trying to defend the man's actions whatsoever. We're just saying that the process was jacked up <laughs> right. even the even the you know retired federal judge a female said that it is your rules that are not forward thinking that allows this kind of stuff not to be handled a certain kind of way so she abolished the nfl for your not forward thinking or not having your rules in place because she's saying that yeah he had some yeah he, 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 he did what he did and those be considered you know sexually inappropriate and and quote-unquote assault but i can't rule a certain way based on the guidelines that you're giving me i'm only ruling how what you have in place
0: so their legal team is screwed up
1: (laughs) and even if if the you know the sean watches team and they do sue it's probably not going to get that far because at the end of the day the player association agreed to what's getting ready to happen right now right so they're looking like you agreed to this so At the end of the day, uh, it's just like you said, we didn't want to talk about this, but it's annoying to the fact that, you know, you agree to one process where you take the decisions of, you know, these kind of decisions out of Roger Goodell's hands. But then if you don't like the rules that were given down, you don't like the punishment, per se, was given down, then you can just overturn it. And then the first time that they use this process, you overturn it. So every player is going to be looking at this process like it's a joke, right? It's an absolute joke. So if I do something wrong and and she's probably not going to hear another case <laughs> going forward, <laughs> who they put there hear the case. She probably doesn't want to. And I don't want to either because the first ruling I make, you don't like. So I'm good. Don't ask me to take, you know, don't appoint me to look at anything else. Right. But they're gonna, if I'm an NFL player and I do something wrong, I have no faith because if uh another judge, you know, hands up punishment that doesn't meet the standards that you like, you can always go back and just say, no, if it should be, if it's four games, it should be eight. If it's six <laughs> games, it should be a season. So it's like it's like it's like what the F.
0: Right. Right. And the bottom line is you said it, I said it, and I'll say it again. NFL, swallow your pride your legal team needs to go back to the drawing board and rework how you guys do some wording you know and really get some really go out there and get some of these these lawyers or get some of these uh folks that go out there and write these uh these these contracts or these rules and really sit down and think about this you know and just don't throw together the first thing that you think sounds good and don't ever think that this can't happen because in life this can't happen. If you guys want to sit here and act like you guys are the moral police, then you gotta sit there and think about everything possibly that could be immoral to sit there and make a ruling about. So you you can't think one way, you know. You can't think that there's there'll be uh, domestic violence, and you write on domestic violence, but then you don't think about psychological warfare or, you know, stuff that you may not physically put a hand on the person, but Mentally, it could be destroying a person. You know, you got to think of everything that's kind of on the lines of what you're thinking about. Because now folks are getting in trouble for these sort of things. So, accept it as a loss. Deal with the backlash. You guys might lose a couple billion dollars or a couple hundred million dollars this season. You lower the damn salary cap instead of uh, raising it up. <laughs> Owners might take a loss for once in their damn life. But they'll live. And the football will go on. <laughs> Point blank.
1: <laughs> and speaking about owners, that, that's that's a nice segue into the other issue with the NFL where they just hand slapped the Miami Dolphins for what what they did is called tampering. So Dolphins forfeited one of their 2023 first-round picks, one of their two 2023 first-round picks. I didn't even know they had two, as well as your third-round pick in, in 24. The owner Ross was fined $1.5 and suspended until October 17, $1.5 Um And the, the disciplinary, um, and the discipline amounts to a six game, basically a six game, you know, suspension. Um, and so well, Ross has been removed from. <laughs> 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 and so the offense have limited, you know, the offense have removed him from the all his <laughs> community assignments. So basically, because of this, quote, you know, tampering, or talking to Brady and Peyton and they act like this stuff doesn't go on all the time. Right. They give now you wanna, you know, you know, take three, you know, three picks, find them one point five million dollars, and basically suspend them for a sixth game. So basically not being at the facility and not being at a team. Guess what? He can watch the game at his mansion down in Miami. One point five million
0: slapping the wrist. I'm slapping That's the right. wrist.
1: Right. did, did the three pr- first round picks? All right but it's not it's not a ton you can nope. it's not a ton it's two years that you're going to lose three um no it actually is one of their two and a third so basically was in two picks 1.5 million from the owner and he just can't beat it for six games but yet they try to brush everything that brian flores was talking about under the well he was just saying the stuff in jest so you don't tag him for what he, what happened with flores You got them for some stuff that goes on in the NFL all the goddamn time.
0: So I think this is the NFL trying to save face and not trying to make it a racial thing, obviously, because they don't want to have egg on their face again, because they're dealing with Deshaun Watson with egg on their face. And ironically, how they kind of, you know, did both things at the same time in hopes that the whole Miami Dolphins thing will kind of, fall to the wayside considering the outroar, you know, the uproar of, oh, we can't tolerate six games from Deshaun Watson. Oh, it has to be a year. Oh, by the way, we slapped the Dolphins with a a first and third round picks, blah, 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 fine. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, but Deshaun Watson, you know, we can't deal with that. like, come on. Like you said, not addressing the real issue. Brian Brian Flores even came out and said something about it, and the NFL kind of poo-pooed him when he uh, came out with his little comment. You know, it's 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 crazy, and because and now Bar- I'm not saying Flores it, it blackballed himself in a sense, but he definitely didn't make things very difficult for him. He made things very difficult for him if he's trying to become another NFL head coach. Maybe not with maybe not with the Steelers, because the Moody fa- the, the 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 Woody family is uh, progressive thinking. So they are always kind of a step or two ahead, and most most owners in the NFL. So they might say, you know what, this might be a nice guy to stash on our on our team. And if anything should go wrong with uh, the current coach, we could just tap him and make him the next coach. And then we still stay within the Rooney rule. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Rooney rule, and uh, kind of go from there. So I think that was that was an excellent stash by uh, by Tomlinson and staff over there to, to go ahead and pick him up. Uh, brilliant mind. Should never have been fired to begin with, especially with the job that he did, considering how they started last year and was uh damn. near almost made the playoffs.
1: <laughs> yeah. The so, Dolphins were on the, were, were, we're on the come up.
0: Right. I think they were in the right direction, but you know, Hey, uh, it's interesting how they, how they tap the, the owner of the Dolphins for this, but yet, our boy Craft, uh, <laughs> he over there getting the same thing Deshaun Watson getting, and didn't get nothing.
1: Was <laughs> good for the was what, good for the owners. Is is not good for the players. They right. they they operate differently. You want to if you really want to punish some players, I mean all these guys they got fined, but they are still going to get their share cut of the TV rights money. Mm. Hold that money out,
0: <laughs> right. That's where you gotta hit these guys
1: out. in a wallet, and when you hit them in a wallet, you can't hit them with one point five million. You gotta hit them with TV money.
0: I'd say that TV money's going somewhere to a charity of some sort. Let you, some charity come up. You see them boys; they'll be crying their asses off.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <And> like <laughs> I said, and like I said, and, and even with the tampering, you know, uh, you, you know, people do it. I mean, it's nothing. The same thing, like, you know. You know i'm working at a job you know ace you, you 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 work at a job you your contract might be up you might be ready to sign the you know new contract you know to you know to re-up with the company for a couple of three years and i'm like yo you know your contract is always out are you happy yo we got some you know we got some room over here are you thinking about switching hey right. it's all good over here
0: and i decide to come on
1: is over is that any different than tampering and then you decide nope. not to sign the contract and you come over here is that anything different it's just Hey, you know, are you happy?
0: I am. You may not be. <laughs> the, the
1: current job. <laughs> yeah. Like, you good. Yeah. We got, we got some, we got spots over here, you know, open up. You can get some little more, they get some more money. Just think about coming over here with me. What happens? And when your contract is up, uh, you know what? <sighs> didn't work. <laughs> and you roll. It happens all the time. So, you know, the NFL is trying to, you know, do the PR battle in both ways saying you got the player and now we got an owner, but you really didn't. <laughs> All
0: you're doing is just pissing people off. You know, it's, I understand that you can never make everybody happy in situations, you know, but if you're going to, if you're going to do something, just be consistent and just be honest and just deal with the circumstances that the way it's laid to you, you know, because now. Deshaun Watson, his stat, his team, lawyers, NFLPA is gonna sit there and fight whatever this this ruling that's gonna come out in the next day or two. They're gonna take it to the next level of court. And I'm sure the court's gonna to have to sit there and say, Well, damn, you know, you can't do what you're doing. And it's just gonna be a waste of time, money, and energy. And then Deshaun's still gonna sit there and sit out the six games and Or whatever. Or you might find somebody that's pro NFL, like you said, the the ex-AG for New Jersey. Like, you know, he might be, he might have the knee pads on for Goodell and say, all right, I got you. And uh, uphold some crap. But either way, it's still going to keep going forward and forward and up and up. So this is far from over. And I hope like hell, and I hope like hell, uh... Brian Flores gets his justice, considering with the Dolphins, but I doubt anything's ever gonna come out of that. Even though yeah. with all the damn with all the damn uh, evidence that's saying, Yeah, this is what's really happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, keep that same energy that you have with Brian Flores and other, you know, coaches of color in here who have been giving sham interviews and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Keep that same energy that you got right now with Deshaun Watson because he's gonna get a season and money fine. Maybe they'll, you know, skip the fine, but he's gonna get I will be surprised if they don't give him at least twelve games, I, or the awesome. season, or the season.
0: I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking probably I'm thinking probably half the season, eight or nine.
1: No, probably nine. they didn't. They didn't appeal this. In my opinion, they didn't appeal this to tap on two games. They appealed this because they want him going for this going for the season, which is what they wanted from the get go before the lady, you know, made a ruling.
0: But damn, just like you said, if, if they all knew what the hell was coming, then, ah, oh, it's just, you just want to smack the people over in the NFL, like, dude, just wake up, man. Smell the crap that y'all shoveling. Just, just deal with it. Suck it up. Be a man. I'm 40. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, Mike Gundy, shout out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm with you, man. I, you know, the, He's probably going to get a season um, or at least 12 games at the at the, at the bare minimum. Um, but the guy who they picked that Roger Goodell handpicked is going to do whatever Roger Goodell tells him to do. And he's going to get at least 12 to a season. And we like you said, they're going to take this all the way up to a higher court if it gets that far. And if it gets that far, the court's going to be like. You agree to this? Exactly. What do you want exactly. us to do?
0: <laughs> and then at this point, and it it all boils down to the fact that to this day, Deshaun has never been suspended. So he's gonna play. I guarantee you'll see him take that first preseason snap. He might get his ass booed. <laughs> Who cares? He don't care. He getting his he's gonna get his paper.
1: Or at least like a million dollars this season. <laughs> right.
0: And pay off a few folks and uh <laughs> and hopefully, you know, all this can brush over and I still think some of this was a crash grab from some. Again, not defending. But was to say that, you know, oh yeah, I did it too. Oh yeah, he did this. No, damn well it didn't happen. And I'm sure they weren't taking no lie detector tests, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, I, I uh, and I say all this because if it was as serious as it was way back when when it first came out, Deshaun would be buried underneath a jail. That's all I'm saying. If it was a serious I'm not saying I'm not saying the acts or the touching or is 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 appropriate because it, it surely is not. But then it also kind of probably, I, I, I would be so thrilled, I would be so happy if I could get a copy of that NDA that the Houston Texans drafted up that the, the, the Mises had to sign, and sign off in order to see the And I wonder how many of them actually read that. <laughs> Little things like that, man.
1: Yeah, things well, like that. it's, uh, I, we don't, none of us know what really went on in that room except you know Deshaun Watson and the young lady, you know, the, and, and and ladies that was there. Um, all we can all all we can talk about is what's out there currently right now.
0: Right, crazy. Anywho, enough of that, man. Hopefully we can. I would love to say put this to bed, but we'll probably be talking about it next week. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about some of the bigger trades that went on in the MLB trade deadline that that ended Wednesday at 6 p.m. Well, hold up, Tuesday at 6 p.m. I'm sorry, I'm thinking today is Friday. Uh, obviously the 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 big one in the room was Juan Soto going to the Padres. For it seemed like everybody in the kitchen sink and one of the uh, the owners of the Padres kidney, because they had to give up a ton <laughs> to get that man. And I love, I love what the San Diego Padres is doing. San Diego is going tit for tat with LA. We're saying, you going out there and getting some talent? Well, we going to go out here and get some talent. You going out there to get Mookie Betts? Well, damn it, it took us a while, but we went and got (laughs) Juan Soto. (laughs) You know, it's going to be, they're going to be battling out for years to come. Just as long as San Diego can find a way to pay all these contracts. So, I'm thinking thinking they saying screw the damn uh, luxury tax. (laughs) We just have to deal with it. (laughs) They doing like some Yankee type crap from the from the 80s and 90s, (laughs) and in in the early 2000s. You know, just saying, hey, let's just spend the money. And I and I love it. And I love it. And that's the whole point of hand of the luxury tax. So so lesser lesser uh, revenue making squads can go out there and do things like this, if they so choose. I think it's great for baseball uh, that they could do this sort of thing. Um, and the trade deadline was kind of exciting just to see all the the little trades that was going down and to see how uh, things kind of played out. So I'm not going to really try to get into the weeds about who went where and the big fish was was Soto. What were your takeaways from the, uh, from the, the deadline in itself?
1: Uh, well, obviously, like you said, the big name in the room was Juan Soto going to the Padres, um, that, and the fact that the Washington Nationals, you know, had to trade him, um, with three years left on his contract after they tried the three years prior, I mean, before his contract was over, give him that extension and he turned down that money. What was that? Uh,
0: 15 year, 430 something million.
1: Yes. He, once he turned that down, everybody. I think everybody in the league knew what you know what was up. But you, but you know why he did it, though? Because of the new ownership coming in? Or he no. just didn't like the Nationals?
0: No. It was the highest paid – it was the highest contract ever given to a player. But over the 15-year per, uh, period, it would have made him like the sixth or seventh highest paid player in the season. There were like six guys that were ahead of him that had been, more money that they would generate in a year than he would.
1: Hmm. <laughs> so, yes,
0: over the long term, it was more money than everybody else. But if you want to say Earl Ross, got, he's making $50 million a year. Adrian Capwell is making $49 million, and his contract was somewhere around $45 billion a year. But he's better than you and me. <laughs> and he felt disrespected in that way, and he turned down the contract.
1: So, so, so it was basically in a sense almost like uh the uh, Patrick Mahomes where he got, you know, ten years, you know, almost five hundred million dollar contract. Here go you see some people now like, you know, Deshaun Jackson getting two hundred and thirty mil and you've mm-hmm. seen um Kyler Murray getting like, you know, his two sixty with you know somewhat guarantee within the short short term. Right. Short term they get more money. Long term, Patrick Mahomes, you know, dots all the I's and cross all the T's. He gets he gets more money, so right,
0: right. His so, his his contract is backloaded, yeah. so the team can do things here in the future. So when he turns old and gray, he'll they'll cripple him at that point when he's in his thirties.
1: <laughs> um, but to answer your question, yeah, it was like a lot of you know, it, outside of Juan Soto, it was I don't think there was any really like heavy major people changing a lot of you know ancillary parts to help you know teams to make that, you know, push. I saw your Yankees (laughs) shipped out Gallo to the Dodgers, who just wasn't wasn't doing much.
0: I read that Gallo was so afraid to come out and walk the streets because of the way New York fans was booing his ass because he wouldn't do nothing. That he was so miserable and so, like, I think the weight of and this like just like a lot of people say, like the weight of New York isn't for everybody. If you can't handle that heat, you can't play you can't play a sport there, let alone baseball. That this goes with any sport. You know what I'm saying? Because the New York fan base is just in mean, Jersey and Connecticut too. You know, don't forget about them. They're just ridiculous when it comes to um when it comes to this, uh to to sports in a whole in in that area. And it's a shame that he couldn't uh he couldn't get over that hump. But I'm happy that the Yankees were able to facilitate getting him somewhere where he's still on a winning team and can still fight for a championship. And crazy thing about it was he was hoping he was going to go to the Padres. <laughs> 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 and, I'm, and I'm not mad that he was hoping to go to the Padres. I'm just like, just think of Joe, Joey Gallo, did go to the Padres. And then he turned around and be the Joey Gallo that he was when he was in Cincinnati? <sighs> Juggernaut. Straight juggernaut, and and the fact that they said that uh San Diego got the one of the best closers in the game the past four years out of uh I forgot where he, where he was coming from, but he was the top closer in the past four years. They got the lights out closer. They got the best one of the best young hitters in the game. <sighs> Dude, bad. It was it was a frenzy, straight frenzy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and the Padres definitely are setting themselves up for a win now, a win now mentality. And um, whenever they get um, uh, what's it, Tatis Junior back, that's going to be very interesting, you know. And he's out on I think like a sixty day IL, and he should be coming back, you know, shortly. So the Padres, you know, made some moves, but like you said, they're trying to keep up with you know the LA Dodgers who have who are just rolling <laughs> right mm-hmm. about now. So. I mean, I didn't catch all of the trades. That was one of the things, you know, the mention that stuck in the crawl. But aside of that, it didn't seem like there was any real huge. Uh, it was a huge trade, but it wasn't like a a flurry of major names. Right. Big names, I should say. Going, right, you right. Know, moving around.
0: Right, right. It wasn't those, those high, high. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, you had some players that moved. You had some really good players that moved, but it's not the, the household names that you're familiar with. Yeah. And uh, it's just really interesting to see how. And what's crazy, you know, being down here in Baltimore area and hating the Orioles, but kind of kind of liking the fact that they're having the season that they're having. And considering... They're one and a half games out of the the last wild card spot in the AL East. They were still sellers where they 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 traded off Trey Mancini to Houston, which is like the the heartbeat of the team. And their closer, which was the their lone all-star for the year, despite them trading away two of their best players, them Jokers are still winning. And I'm really curious to see if Baltimore is going to squeak it into the playoffs. I think they're peaking a lot faster than their GM and others thought they would. Cause they, they only brought up their one, one rookie so far and uh, their catcher, Adley Rushman, but they got some really, really nice people in their farm system that they got some phenoms that are some pitchers and, Baltimore is going to be a team to reckon with. Man, the whole AL East is just a damn ju- – put it in perspective. Baltimore, I believe right now, because Boston is just stinking up the damn place, is in fourth out of fifth place in, the, in AL East, and I think they're only like 54 and 51. I can't pinpoint what division right now, but in one of the damn – I think one of the AL divisions, Baltimore would be in second place. <laughs> like a game out of first place in another in a, another damn uh division in baseball. That just goes to tell you how damn how much of a juggernaut the AL East is. It's crazy. And it's crazy that possibly three teams from the AL East is going to make the playoffs again.
1: <laughs> again. Yeah, I mean, if you look I mean, yeah, if you look at the Wild Card standings right now for the American League, I mean, you know, you know the Orioles are like you know, 15 out or tie, really tie, you know, tie with like the fourth 15 out. I mean, Toronto Blue Jays, the mm-hmm. Mariners, Tampa Rays, then you have Cleveland and, the, you know, the Orioles that are kind of like tie right now. So it's, it's, it's going to get interesting. <laughs> oh yeah. The dog days of summer is just going
0: on right now. When September hits, that's when, it, that's when uh, I think, that's where I think the GM for the Orioles is going to think that things are going to kind of crunch because, they're gonna get tight, and they haven't—they haven't been there before. And they're gonna learn from being hungry and 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 barely missing out, and come out a blazing next year. Well, but as long as the Yankees keep doing what they do, it I can give a damn about Baltimore. But you know, that's
1: where they hit or there. They better get back to doing what they doing on a more consistent basis because they're slightly yeah. up and down.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, come on—you'd have to expect that. I can't expect the Yankees to win every game. But they they, they damn sure need to at least win series. They can't win every series. But they need to at least take two or three every time they play somebody. Sometimes they'll run across a Houston squad that they got their number. They'll run across the Mets because they have slightly better pitching than they do. But they need to beat up on them teams that they need to beat up on right now to to maintain that lead. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and if I'm the Yankees, you know, if I'm the Yankees – it's nip and tuck right now, but if I'm the Yankees, you know, come hella high water, you better make sure you got the best record coming out of the American League because you don't want to go wind up having to play Houston in Houston because that's really been your, that's really been your death now because you haven't won there. Right. Consistently. Yeah. So I don't know, but speaking about the Yankees, there's been a lot of talk about your boy, Mr. Aaron judge. Some people seem to think, some people seem to think that he may not resign with the Yankees. Some people think that he will. What is your opinion?
0: <sighs> don't don't do a Juan Soto on his ass from the from the from the Nationals. Tell you that if this is your man, pay the man, treat him like he is the best player in baseball. Go back to to Mr. Steinbrenner as Derek Jeter so eloquently eloquently calls him, way back in the day. Like, that's the heartbeat. That is, he is the modern-day Derek Jeter. He is the face of your squad. Treat him as such. The man bet on himself, and God damn it, he is winning. Big time. Y'all gave him a 200-something million dollar contract. My man said, nah, I think I'm better than that. Yankees, sit there and swallow your pride. You saw what Juan Soto turned down. You could give him four hundred thirty million. You know, if you need to do that over twelve years, just do it. I know he's, I know he's thirty years old. Man, do do a lot of that back deferred type of shit where you're paying this family for the next hundred years. I don't care. <laughs> do what you need to do. <laughs> do what you. It'll be it'll be National Aaron Judge Day. <laughs> Once uh. Once Bobby Bonilla's day is over, it'll be Aaron Judge Day. I don't care. Do what you need to do. Pay the man. He, he, he yeah, he was injured a lot the past couple of seasons, but he is coming out with a vengeance. And, dude, he's hitting everything. He's hitting mistakes. He's hitting perfect pitches. Oh, God, I can't stress it enough. New York Yankees, if you hear me, Steinbrenners, pay the man. As Tom Cruise once said, show me the money. Show it. Give the man his. Give him his flowers, man. Give him dozens and dozens and dozens of flowers. <laughs> he, he earned it. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I've, after watching so many episodes of Derrigita the Captain, um, if I'm Aaron Judge or Aaron Judge people, I'm saying that. I don't know if he's going to get to Captain Rogers yet, but I'm saying that being that man, that star of the New York Yankees, outrivals being, in my opinion, any star on any team throughout major leagues, throughout basketball, throughout football, and throughout hockey. Being that guy on the Yankees, you know, you you can't top that. And right. the amount of money that you can make off the field. By being not only just the best player on the Yankees and being on the first place Yankees and being the captain is just that's going to tack on a probably by the extra 100 mil on top of whatever you're going to get. Now, that's not to say you should take a, <laughs> a discount deal because you're anticipating that. I'm just saying that if you're looking at, you know, Derek Jeter and what he was, not only was he the face of, you know, the Yankees, damn, he was face of the league. Yeah. And he is on trajectory to be both.
0: But there's one thing that Jeter had, multiple, that Judge ain't got. He's come close. But he ain't got it yet. Mm. And until he gets at least one, I I can't say he's I can't say he's gonna get those endorsement deals. He's getting the endorsement deals, correct. But until he gets that first one underneath his belt, and how many did Jeter have to win before he even became damn captain? Like three. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I think he got the th- the third one and. <laughs> and And you know they were going back and forth, and I guess he thought you know he's going to get you know traded, and he was like, oh, nah, we make you captain. him <laughs> He' like, "Oh, all right, well cool <laughs>
0: and he only got and he he i think he had like a ten year hundred eighty a hundred ninety minute contract he, he not paid he didn't even get man- that contract
1: yet. From oh. the series, he 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 became captain before he got that, you know, the big money.
0: Because
1: mm. that's what the whole back and forth was when he was going through negotiations, because he wanted more money. And they were trying to say, well, you know, your numbers, you know, we can't pay you what you think you are based on, your you know, your numbers that you're hitting and, you know, whatever. And so they were playing hardball with that. And that's where the whole back and forth between him and Cashman and, and Steinbrenner. But not to get too far off the point. I still think the Yankees are going to sign him because that's the face of your team right now. Yep. And it's turning in to be not the face of the league, but one of the faces in the league. How can you let a homegrown talent like that go? I mean, it, 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 it could happen. <laughs> it could, it could definitely happen, but whew, the uproar that would be in the Yankees clubhouse. I mean, no Yankees fandom, especially yeah. if, especially if they win the world series, and he MVP, and he gets close to sixty home runs. whoo, He's going to have the the Steinbrenners over a barrel. I mean,
0: he's and look, he, he, he
1: might as well just alabaster him now. Shit, this this is go <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> just this this take it, man. Put the ball in your mouth and just go. Just 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 accept it. No lube, no Vaseline, as Cube said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just this is, you know, just shit. Just pay the man. And if you're concerned about the length of the contract and you're concerned about the money, like, look, if you got to make him the highest paid pair, if the highest paid player is $38 million and you need to make him 38.2, make the man 38.2. He is the highest paid player. Make it out over, he's 30 already. Do it over eight years or nine years or however many years you need to make it work like that. And then let's just be done with it. You know, I know it sounds ridiculous, but they can afford it. <laughs> if there's yeah. any team out there that can sit there and make that sort of a contract, it's them. And I don't think there's any player on the squad right now to sit there and say, Pay the man.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I know the and, and I know, you know, Hal and his brother don't want to be like his dad, but you might you may have to at least at one point spin <laughs> right. like your daddy. <laughs> Yes.
0: Daddy probably turned over his grave and they found out he and uh, they didn't get that man and, and let him uh walk away from some crap shit. You know, now, no, we'll, no, now,
1: now, now, we'll have to say your boy Giancarlo is staying in a lot of money, but he needs to stay healthy. <laughs>
0: well, he got a lot of his money from when he was with the Marlins.
1: He yeah. signed a big
0: contract with the Marlins. The Yankees just took up. So he's just, I think he, he signed like a $230 million contract. So he's only making like 23 or $24 million a year.
1: And, 29
0: you know, actually. 29, oh, you signed a $290 million contract?
1: Okay. I think it was like a 10 year contract he signed or something like that. Something like that, buddy. Right now, his base salary this year is 29 mil.
0: When he's healthy, he's worth it. <laughs> it. And, and I think Stanton, and I think uh, Judge is only making like 14, 19. 15 this year?
1: 19? 19, yeah.
0: And that's because he went to arbitration.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, just suck it up, man. Just throw this throw twenty extra million on that next year. This pay the man thirty nine million. Keep it moving. Yep. You know, y- y'all can afford it. Shit, y'all about to cut loose a bunch of damn dead weight anyway. Mix <laughs> world. No, this just this suck up the salary and let's go. Oh, All yeah. right, man. Well, coming up to the end of the show. I know I wanted to touch on the NFL, but who really gives a damn about the, the Hall of Fame game?
1: Not really. It's, I don't care. It's,
0: it's all the garbage bin and soon-to-be bad boys anywhere playing, so, <laughs> you know.
1: But I well, but I, 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 do think we, we, we would be remiss without at least touching on um, the case of um, Brittany Griner in Russia.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And unfortunately, uh, I think what most people were, you know, figured was that, you know, she was convicted of drug possession and the russian judge sentenced her found her guilty and sentenced her to nine years now whether she's going to serve on nine years that's a that's of a matter of diplomatic debate but she has been sentenced to nine years in russia in the russian jail marijuana possession that in this country would have just got you a slap on the wrist and a fine and you'd have been sent on your way. But this is not the United States, and a lot of countries in Europe don't roll like we roll, legal-wise. Right.
0: They're damn sure in Amsterdam. Um, you're lucky you can chop off your hand like in some other countries. Uh, so, I mean, granted, you know you play ball over there you know, during the off-season of the WNBA. You have to be aware of the rules. I'm sure team management and everybody makes it, specific, you know, specifically clear about what's going on and what you should and shouldn't be doing. I don't think it's right, but you have to make better decisions. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure, I'm sure Biden and everybody's working back channels to sit there and try to figure out how they can get her home, but. You can't, you're not a citizen of that country, one. You're probably over there on a work visa. And hell, you're black. You got a lot of shit going on against you, man. And, you know, everything that's going on in the world and stuff that's going on with Russia and Ukraine and all this other crap. And you, this is this one thing to stick in the United States craw to really just piss off the United States knowing that the United States really can't get too, too tough or too bullish. Because they're not trying to, to poke a bear anymore than what's already going on. So, Brittany, we we pulling for you. We hope that you can get home soon. I know you're wishing this thing, this whole nightmare, is over, and we're all hoping that this nightmare gets over soon. But the bottom line is, you got to make better decisions. And I don't like it. And I just hope that it can get resolved sooner than later.
1: I'm with you. I mean, it's it's an unfortunate situation. No one likes it. I mean, you know, from what I'm, what I'm hearing, this could be all even moving towards a play to, you know, to have some kind of prisoner exchange. There's some talk about her and another the U.S. that's been, deta- you know, that's detained in jail, however you want to frame it, you know, might be in play or is somewhat in play for someone on our end to kind of do a prisoner exchange. And, you know, my guess, I would be shocked if she does a full nine years. I can see something happening from a dip night perspective where she and other person get moved for somebody else. But the question is, who you who you, who you going to give up? Right. And you know, that's a tricky situation, and it's out of our pay pay, pay rage. I mean, um, pay grade, but um. How about you? I'm hoping that this will get resolved sooner than later. Um, like you say, have to make better decisions. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, this decision—whether you intended to do it or thought you left something—I don't know. You know, whatever the case may be, you know, you, ha- you have to make better decisions. And all of us, when you go overseas, you yeah. know, we all have to make sure that we follow the rules of said country. <laughs> exactly. We're in the U.S., upset country, and so I know when I travel overseas, I ain't trying to do nothing to get my <laughs> ass right. jammed up.
0: Because ain't nobody, ain't no ain't no political, uh, somebody going to sit there and say, Earl Ross is locked up. You might be able to write, write to your city councilman, and that's about it. And he's like, oh, I pay my city taxes. Uh, can you help me out here? And exactly. Like this.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, I'm, but I'm with you. I hope this, her, her situation is resolved in a good fashion and, you know, we'll right. see what happens.
0: I did hear though that the, uh, Russia wants some, some Russian spy that supposedly the Americans caught, but the dude is locked up in Germany and the Germans ain't trying to get involved or something. I kind of heard something obscurely about that. And I just kind of be like, oh, wow, okay. You know, they want a whole bunch of ex-KGB people and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, they want somebody, um, the last thing I'm hearing, they want some guy that we may have, or maybe he's an affiliate that we have access to called the the Agent of Death or something to that effect. Yeah, not sure. Yeah, so they're, I think they're like, yeah, but are these two people enough to give up that guy? <laughs> right, and that's going to be, and, and that's what's really going to boil down to is those two, especially her, uh, you know, enough to give to give away who you got. <laughs> Everybody saying – Or said. let me phrase that: important <laughs> enough right. to give up who you got.
0: They're like Brittany Hunter. She's cool. She won a national championship with Baylor. She did well in the WNBA, but she ain't a big enough chip. <laughs> they give up for this joke over here. Like, they're like, good. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they grinded their teeth like, hmm, I don't know about this one. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: so, so let's see. I mean, she, she's she got, you know, she found guilty. She got the time. Let's. They said this might make the process move a little bit more, you know, easily now that the trial aspect is out the way.
0: I hope so. I hope so, because yeah. I'd love to have her back. i love her to pass some time to herself, and hopefully she can get back to playing some ball if her mind is in that good space to do so.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and hopefully, uh, hopefully this pulling for her. all we can do.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: All right, sir. Enough being said. With that being said, we have hit our exactly one hour into the show. I'd like to thank everybody, uh, that tuned into th- this evening, uh, we really appreciate you guys, and we always love to hear from you. So please, e let folks know where they can find you.
1: You can find me on Snapchat, Twitter, and the Gram at je ross the number seven.
0: You can find me on Twitter at cat daddy one nine six three. That's cat daddy one nine six three on Twitter. So once again, I'd like to thank everybody for coming out this evening and listening to this week's episode of Guys Talking Sports. We'll be back next week to do a, yet another episode. So you guys have a safe and wonderful weekend. Stay safe out there. That monkey pox is no joke. Mm. Damn, you know, it ain't no joke. And COVID's still out there lingering, boy. So be safe. Do what you need to do. You know, and just just enjoy yourselves on this nice warm weekend that we're about to have. So with that being said, everybody have a great night. I look forward to, meet, to being, being with you guys next week.